to the Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price. And my name is Brady O'Callaghan. Wow, it's been a while. And we're back. We're back, baby. We're freaking back. We're back. They said, they said I don't know if the boys are coming back. They said it all over. We We couldn't get away from that messaging, but... Here we are to prove them wrong. Yep, just to prove them wrong, we were gone. We were done. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I I had already sent Joey a beautiful fruit gift basket and edible mm-hmm. arrangement, saying what a run um, to all the good times. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I guess that one's for free. <laughs> we had we had to prove them wrong. Um, we're back. It's still the baseball off season. There's been some news, some trades. It's been overall pretty quiet. Yeah. But there has last week, there was something happened. Um, and we feel like we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. Yep. Um, and, um, yeah, Brady, I'll let you uh I'll let you take it. Okay, sure. Um uh Cleveland uh completely blew it. Dude, just like we thought they would. They absolutely blew it. They fucking suck. And I will be a fan for life. <laughs> they That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah they, that's right. They traded Francisco Lindor to the Mets. Um yep. And not just Francisco Lindor. Right. That's the big blockbuster uh, name of the deal. But they also sent Carlos Carrasco. Yep. Who is one of our very, well, used to be one of our very stellar um, pitchers. Uh, He had um, uh, some leukemia struggles uh, a couple of years ago that kept him out of um a lot of the 2019 season um but he and obviously there was the shortened season last season um but he looked to be doing pretty well um and at his best uh he's very very good yep and also just you know um a good story and the kind of person you want to root for on your team Yes, these are the two most likable players mm-hmm. um, that our organization had. Mm-hmm. Um, and, unfortunately, we do not have them anymore. Um, That's correct. The uh, Yep, they traded them away. Let's see who they got here. From the Mets, they got shortstop Andres Jimenez, shortstop Ahmed Rosario. He's, a, he's in the – he's a player. Uh, outfielder Isaiah Green and what we got? Yeah, right-hander picture. Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf. Uh, those last two guys are um, younger. They probably won't see uh, the majors for another couple years, um, but they're they're banking on some future success uh, with those guys. And to Cleveland's credit, they have been. 
very good about um, getting young um, pitchers and developing them in like surprising and great ways. Uh, so maybe Josh Wolf will be in, you know, a, a future pitching star. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah. You know, they, Cleveland has, um, they have proven themselves to be good at player development, right? I mean, that's part of the reason why they've been successful the last half decade. Um, they are good at that. They're probably, they're good at uh, recognizing talent too, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really good at like developing Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Right. Shane Bieber. Um, uh, Francisco Lindor, you could say. Uh-huh. <laughs> I you could say it, yeah. Yeah. Manny so, Ramirez, CeCe Sabathia. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it. it's almost like a lot of these teams don't even need a farm system since it seems like Cleveland's doing a really good work for them. So, so let's talk Lindor. Let's do it. Franchise, the franchise star, top, top five player, top five to ten player of the past. Definitely five top years? ten. Yeah, his his hitting has cooled off a yeah. little bit um, in the past two years, but they've been weird years. Um, but no reason to believe that he's completely fallen off you know uh with a good team behind him he'll probably be motivated (laughs) to do really well so yep and he's he's young he's right he's 26 uh yeah i think he's 26 he might be 27 um yeah i mean he's still Uh, very much uh, one of the most desirable players uh, to have on your team, uh, purely skill-wise. Um, he's an excellent hitter. He's a phenomenal fielder uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's one of the best defensive shortstops uh, in baseball right now. Um, and then, uh, just like personality-wise, stellar. He's the face of your organization, you know? Um, so he's somebody you absolutely want to have on your team. Um, because of that, he costs money, um, which Cleveland never wants to, to spend money and that's it. Yeah. He, he costs money. He, um, he, what they had, he is arbitration eligible. They have him what, uh, for this is this would be his last yep. uh season, right? He is a free agent at the end of this season. Yes. Um <clears throat> let's see. Yeah. I mean, he in arbitration he made like 17 million last year. Of course, that probably went down because of COVID, but over a full season. So you'd expect probably about the same, if not a little bit more for one year. Mm-hmm. Um it became clear. I feel like that Cleveland was not interested in offering him a long-term contract. 
and that he maybe wasn't super interested in any sort of quote unquote hometown discount. Yep. Which is fine. It's good. He shouldn't. Yeah. Nobody yeah. should. Um, and I think that because Cleveland is so unwilling to spend money, they said, well, we might as well get something out of him. Yep. Yeah, they traded. I mean, they're not going to win the World Series this year, this last year. They've done next to nothing the past couple of years to strengthen the team around uh, Lindor, Ramirez, Bieber, etc. Um, so, yeah, they're just trying to get get anything. Uh, they're yeah. they're chalking this season up to a loss. You know, not a complete loss, but I I don't think they have any hopes of a World Series. I honestly, they it seems like they're gonna really struggle uh, just to win the division. I think that's the frustrating part is the most frustrating part to me is like, or if I were a fan that they not necessarily that they traded him. I mean, I think it's better if they had found a way to just like offer him a ton of money and keep him forever, you know, as a fan, but also that like they obviously had this great team and they didn't, they just decided to sell it off for parts as of like two years ago instead of trying to keep building it. Yeah, I mean, it's like they lost the World Series in 2016 and everyone's like, God, we're so close. What will we do? And like that offseason, they were like, "Uh, yeah, we hear you. We totally agree. Let's do nothing. Let's do nothing and hope it's just better next year. And it it wasn't. Um yeah, it's crazy. It's super frustrating that uh, we couldn't do anything to build a team around this, you know, uh, exceptional generational talent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, I feel like we talk when we, I mean, we, we have talked about Lindor being traded. I feel like that's been the, the through line of yep. our entire podcast. Yep, for sure. When that will happen. Um, uh and I feel like sometimes we talk about it or you'll read about it in a way that's like, well, this is Cleveland needed to get something out of it. So, you know, fine. Uh, and I, and like, oh, this is ultimately like in the long run, this is going to be, this might be better for Cleveland because they don't have to spend a lot of money and they can then rebuild and things like that. And that's maybe like kind of the case sometimes, but I feel like taking out the fan element of like, I want to root for the players that are on my team. I want to like the players that are on my team and be invested in them and have a history with them is becoming less and less a thing that's being discussed and maybe it's less and less the thing that fans care about. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it it's interesting. I, I feel like I had sort of settled in and accepted uh, the narrative that this was always going to happen. Um, this had to happen. This is the way baseball works. Um, but it, it, it absolutely doesn't need to be this way. You know, we've talked about it a hundred thousand times uh on this podcast uh these owners are 
100 million billionaires. Um, who could do it? Um, you shared the Joe Sheehan um, uh, write-up of this trade, uh, and it like kind of like shook me out of my n- numbness that had overcome me to it, um, where he was just like, this is a bad trade. It never should have happened. Um, if, if you don't want to build a great team um, and spend money on a great team, just buy a chain of supermarkets. And I was like, yeah, I agree. That's, yeah. Yeah, who, yeah, who wants to um, uh, build a team that's exciting to watch, you know? Right. Y- the Yankees, <laughs> the Mets, yeah. apparently. The Dodgers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A- and at the same time, you know, like, you also like the players if, you know, if, like, three years from now Cleveland is great and like makes it to the playoffs deep into the playoffs or something like that. You're like, well, great. I don't know. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to predict that obviously. And who knows, this could also be like the other direction where it's just like 10 years of losing seasons too. Yeah. Um, uh, But I do think that like you start to, you find ways to like the players that are on your team regardless. Yeah, absolutely. There's still a bunch of people on the team that I like. I just think that this is, um, you know, this is not an exception for how Cleveland operates, and this will be the rule going forward, you know? We're going to yeah. lose Ramirez because yeah. he, he's going to make a lot of money. Um, we'll lose Bieber eventually. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I we just keep banking on all of our young guys to surprise us with a World Series, and hopefully, eventually, that'll happen. Um, I need that to happen once in my life. <laughs> it will, Brady. Yeah, and and also like the the things that we talked about, Cleveland being good at player development, namely, um, is a thing that like other teams the 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 difference from team to team is not going to be super great anymore uh Mm -hmm. a lot of teams are recognizing that player development is now like the most important thing that you can do right like for a little while it was like the a's figured out money ball they figured out like oh shit on base percentage is really important and then it took a while but a bunch of every other team figured that out yeah and so once every other team figured that out then there aren't real any discounts to be made from finding players that are like there, there, there no longer re- exists a player that is like underappreciated because everybody would be able to recognize it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then the, it became, okay. Player development, right. D- like how do we make our players that we draft and are in our system better than the average player that is in that system essentially uh and some teams figure that out quicker than other teams uh, but soon enough most teams are probably going to be at about the same level when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah for sure but and i also think that cleveland kind of um might you know other teams might look to cleveland for their player development and then just take their talent their development sure. talent 
the Yankees took uh, a Cleveland pitching coach, which good job. Our pitching uh, has been like our highlight of the past ten years or so. Um, real quick, uh, where where did the A's get the mastermind behind that whole Moneyball thing? Straight out of Cleveland, dude. <laughs> How about that? That's fun. Who need who needs a farm system? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Cleveland dropped the name. That's some other news. That oh yeah, that's the other big news. Which, that, is, which is great. Great. Love that. Great news. Cleveland, they're just going by what? Cleveland baseball team? For the time being, I guess. Yeah. Um uh yeah, that's great news. Happy about it. Thrilled. Um, and the Browns. Yeah, the Browns are doing well right now. I, I picked so. the wrong sport to care very, very deeply about. Um, yeah, although if you were a Browns fan, it was my entire like it life. Was some ugly. Yeah, my entire life would be pure misery. <laughs> um, At least you've had some highs as a baseball fan. Yeah, for sure. I I don't mean to be totally down on Cleveland. Um, I'm excited to see. Um, what these what these guys bring mostly like these prospects um i'm not super hot on rosario um yeah uh i felt like the kind of player that's like we need a shortstop yep we're losing a shortstop we need your shortstop that's the thing that like cleveland has so many shortstop prospects too like these guys are purely there to fill a hole yes um until the the next generation of talent is uh ready for the show um but yeah i mean i i felt okay about the trade at first um mainly because i think um uh jesse lee talked was talking to me and just like letting me down easy <laughs> um mm-hmm. and also you knew you expected it to be coming too yes for sure I so, thought we might get something a little bit more, or even just like, yeah, more prospects. Yeah, I'm. It's one of those things, and I think I think we saw this a little bit with the Betts trade too, it, which is a team trading for one year of a player is no longer going to give up that much. Yeah. Um, and that's what the Mets got out of it or getting out of Lindor. They're getting one guaranteed year and then he hits free agency. And I think it, I think gone are the days where like a team will just empty their farm system for that amount of control. What this, what Cleveland also offered in this trade was cookie, right? Who is long, who has a longer contract. Yeah. Um, so maybe they, couldn't get much more for those two guys or, and, and maybe if it was just Lindor, they just get like one prospect and Rosario and that's it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I like, I feel like we're doing them a favor by taking Rosario. You know, if, yeah. we're, if we're sending yeah. them Lindor, they're just like, yeah, well we don't really have a place for this guy anymore. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, uh, for sure you are. I mean, it, I don't know how much money. he's cheap as hell. I assume. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, like it's yeah, you're not you're not getting anything out of him other than just yeah, he's 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 making the major league minimum, I think. So yeah, I all I'll say is every single Mets fan that I know super stoked on this trade. Yes, I this, lo- I mean. Yeah. Looking up anyone who's like grading this trade, um, they're just like A plus trade for the Mets. Cleveland got fleeced. What is Cleveland yeah. doing? Yeah. And I do think some of that stuff is like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to grade a trade right when it happens. But if I were a Mets fan, it'd be we like the Mets. If anything, like you're probably happy that it went to the Mets compared to a lot of other teams. Yes, for to. sure. If if um, Lindor had gone to n- Truly, any other team, I might have lost my mind a little bit. But yeah, I like the Mets. I root uh, for the Mets. Yeah. So, yeah. But if I were a big Mets fan, like, yeah, this is great. And not to mention that, like, it's coming off of the Mets being sold to a different ownership group. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for that ownership group to prove that we're going to invest in this team and we're going to, like, try to win. Right. So all of those are also like reassuring signs. If you're a Mets fan, I think like yes. regardless of it being Lindor and Carrasco who are great, if they had done any big trade like this, I think it's just a sigh of relief for Mets fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, that sigh just came at your expense. That's all. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm excited for the Mets. Um, I I think the only other reason that this trade might be like okay is we still don't really know what this season is going to look like mm-hmm. in terms of covid mm-hmm. uh, honestly we we should have never traded lindor but if we were going to we should have done it last year yeah 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 for sure uh, and it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean we kind of thought that with bets too and then <laughs> Not only did the Dodgers win the World Series mm-hmm. the first year they have him, but they also then signed him to a long-term contract. Yep. So if, you know, the, I I think that, like, it's one of those things where it's so, yeah, it's just so hard to know. I mean, Betts was so good for the Dodgers with the time they had them, and especially in the postseason. But it's like, if it goes the other way, then they do probably look like idiots for trading for him. Yeah. And, and in a short season, it's, you know, it's the, the uncertainty is much higher. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm sorry, Brady. Thanks. It's what it was always going to be. <laughs> and what it will continue to be. For the rest of my damn life. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe the Dolans will invest in supermarkets. They'll, sure. Okay. Yeah, they'll just trade in the so, team. Yeah, trade trade the team. to Maybe they trade it for a chain of supermarkets. So then you get supermarket owners. Could be good. To run the team. Could be good. Could be good. <laughs> we need a publicly owned baseball team. Yeah, that'd be great. I know. We we figured out that Cleveland is like the place to go to get your talent. So how can we 
find a way to have a publicly owned team that then kind of fleeces Cleveland. Uh, we'll just start a new city and send invites to every resident of Cleveland. Um, and we'll just okay. we'll take the whole city. Uh-huh. Get them to move to our new city. Yeah. Let's call yeah, it. Yeah, we just got to start. We just got to start a new city. That's what I'm thinking. That's it. It seems easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of open space in this country. That's true. Oh, boy. Well, I'm excited for the this season to see what exactly it's going to look like. Hopefully we get more baseball than we did last season. Yeah. In a safe way, of course. Um, Hopefully we can go to a baseball game. Yeah. I could see that happening maybe by the end of the summer. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Um, Maybe September or just maybe not and for the postseason. But yeah, we'll see. I would love to go to a game. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for baseball to be back. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Going to be a dark season of the beanball. <laughs> uh, our teams are going to be bad this year, and that's that's not going to be a real fun thing to talk about. <sighs> yeah, it might, okay. might be fun for the pod, though. That's true. Hey, hey, we'll make sure to have a bunch of Mets fans and Yankees fans on, though, to really, you know, so we can live um, through their enjoyment. Yep. It'll be great. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, let's go Mets. Let's go. LGM for sure. Let's go Pods. Let's go Pods for sure. Yeah, I guess we kind of didn't talk about that. They made some fun trades. They're really going for it. Uh, it's exciting to be a Padres fan, definitely. I, and I, I still think the Dodgers are just so good that they're going to be hard to, to beat. But yeah. getting, you know, they've got two, two good pitchers now on their staff. Losing Clevenger kind of forced their hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think like. Yeah, I, I think it's a really fun time to be a Padres fan. Yeah, it's fun to see a team go for it. So we got a couple of them going for it this year. <laughs> we got to root for the ones that go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mets, Padres, NLCS. You heard it here first. Here it is. Wow. That would be really fun. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, that's, that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. All right, well... Hey. All right, well, hey, get get some sleep, Brady, okay? I it's been weeks. <laughs> it's been weeks. I really need to. All right. Um, hey, very fun talking baseball, dude. Yeah, always a pleasure. We'll do it soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, Joey, look out for another edible arrangement coming your way. Okay. All right. All right. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Diana Kolsky. If you want to reach us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you might get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
people are gonna love it, dude. <laughs>